0: Hi, everybody. I hope this podcast finds you well on the day that you happen to download it. Um, The subject of this podcast is how to properly evangelize technology and or why I use Linux as my daily driver. Um, Before I get into that subject, i just kind of like to say that this is my first podcast ever. Uh, So if I say a lot of uhs or paws or beeps, uh, well, you guys know how it goes. Um, Thanks for your patience. Uh, Before I get into how to properly evangelize. I'd just kind of like to give you a little background on where I'm coming from and uh, how I use Linux and uh, how long I've used Linux. Um, I started using computers in uh, maybe 1997. Uh, I received a laptop as a gift from my mom when I was in the 7th grade. Of course, it had, uh, I'm pretty sure, Windows 95 on it at the time, and it was like a Pentium 133. Uh, I remember that thing used to get so hot on my lap. (laughs) I uh, didn't use it too much Um, Continued with Windows all the way until uh, I went to college Um, My second year of college, uh, either foolishly or uh, foresightedly I uh, took out a loan and uh, bought a nice uh, iMac Um, Back in the days when I had that cool uh, hingey screen that you could put in any position I got a Mac uh, because a colleague, or I say colleague now, a friend of mine at the time was using a MacBook, and uh, I just thought it was really cool, and uh, he told me, like, why he used a Mac, and it's faster and more secure, and, you know, yada, 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 and uh, so I kind of, you know, bit hard on it, and uh, went in, and I used a Mac for, like, five years. Um, in 2007, I moved out, um after being home from school for after school for a year I decided to uh, take an adventure and move to China and in doing so I sold almost all my possessions including my iMac um, when I came to China I didn't have much money so I bought the cheapest laptop that I could buy at the time which came with a I guess entry level version of Windows Vista and the reason I got it is because of my, using my poor language ability, speaking to the salesperson, I uh, I asked, I said, can you uh, change the language on this? And she said, yeah, of course, of course. Um, Well, what they really meant is I could just install a pirated version of English Windows Vista, and um, having dealt with a pirated version of Windows when I was like in high school, I just said, this is crazy, I don't want to do that. Um, I had a friend who had used Linux, and he had talked about it, and I said, hey, well, I'll I'll try it. Um, I downloaded Ubuntu uh, 7.04, I think it was like feisty, I forgot, it's feisty something. Um, And I put it on the laptop, and I've been using Linux ever since. Um, I've come and gone to other distributions, but I seem to always find myself coming back to Ubuntu. Uh, On my current laptop, uh, ThinkPad E430C, Um, I got Ubuntu 12.04 LTS and I plan to use the LTS until the next LTS comes out. After distro hopping for a while I kind of decided I was tired of updating and copying files and figuring out why something wasn't working and I just said, hey, let's go with the biggest and hopefully the most uh, stable. Um, Of course, distro arguments are another subject. Um, Let's get back to evangelizing uh, Linux. Um, I use Linux on both my work my home, uh, home theater PC, I have a file server, a Raspberry Pi that I mess around with. Um, to me, it's just really amazing the different applications and things you can do with the same OS. I mean, it's crazy. Um, yeah, that's right. I said I use Linux at work. and I actually um, work in a rather permissive IT department company, um, and I just installed Ubuntu when they gave me my PC the first day at work. Um, I didn't ask. I figured if they had a problem, they would tell me. Um, so, uh, because of that, and because I work in a Windows environment at work uh, with Linux, I feel like I'm pretty qualified to to talk about how to get Windows users um, comfortable using Linux or understanding how to use Linux. Um, you know, when you evangelize, um, it's really important that you don't sound crazy. <laughs> um you, a lot of people aren't, they're obviously coming to the subject not as passionate as you. I mean, you were the evangelizer, right? So you're the one that is um, obviously passionate about it. Um, I'm obviously focusing on Linux, but this advice can be used anything. If you if you want someone to switch to an Android phone or Firefox OS or some crazy, uh, I don't know, audio gear that you might have, uh, you can use uh, any all of this advice uh, at that time. So, you know, some basic rules of the road. Uh, Obviously, um, each situation is slightly different, um, and you have to gauge uh, the person that you're trying to get to do what you want them to do um, differently. Uh, They might be technically inclined, and you can skip a lot of the simple talk, or they might be like your grandmother and has no idea about any of the things you're talking about, or, you know, why Windows is even bad, or that er there might be even an alternative to Windows. Um, so I think the first thing you need to focus on is finding the right time to broach the subject. Um, you know, and, and I got some examples here. Maybe uh, when you ha- hear a friend or um, co-worker, you know, complaining that they've had to reinstall Windows uh, just because it stopped working or it got really slow. Whether they got a virus or, you know, maybe they purchased some DRM software and the, the license has run out, you know, like a an antivirus software. And you can kind of say, hey, you know, like... Um, why, you know, why are you buying that stuff? You don't need to buy that. And that always pique their interest when you say you don't need to do something. Um, this is probably the, the most important is Don't talk down to anyone, you know, or laugh at them or be a jerk. Um, it's easy for you or I to think that windows is, uh, you know, not the best piece of software that it's, you know, gouging people with money, but, to, for all these people that you're trying to get to use your system, they don't really know that. you know. So uh, when you're trying to convince someone, don't talk down to them. Um, you know, they, The people that you're trying to convince to use Linux probably have no idea what Linux is or have just kind of heard about it um, maybe in passing. So your mission is to be as patient as possible. Um, that leads me to my next point, is don't harp on how bad the system they are currently using is. Um, you know, like, nobody wants to hear that Windows sucks. Uh, that's not the way that you sell something. You, you don't sell something by saying something else sucks. You sell something by saying this thing is great. Um, you know, find a situation in which they could benefit from the use of Linux, um, whatever that might be. Uh, you know, one of the things is, uh, anno- most annoying things about the Internet, if you read any tech blog, is fanboys, you know, like why... Uh- And I think my personal feeling is the reason why fanboys exist is because we all have this need to feel that we are right or to believe, you know, in another way to say this, to believe we are not wrong. Um, And so if if I'm not wrong, then when I'm using Linux, right, and the other guy's using Windows, then he certainly is wrong. Um, This applies to everything, you know. The the most famous thing is, like, iPhones and Android, right? And you get people on the Internet arguing over really pointless things. um, And the reason why is because... They bought a phone, and they want to feel like they made the right decision when they bought that phone, and that's the only reason. So, you know, keep your opinions about the other system to positive things only. Um, this is the next. The next thing is, don't attempt to tell the person what "free" as in free is, and not free as in beer. Um, for all of you, you know, geeky guys out there or girls. Um, news alert: Nobody cares. Um, we care because we understand why it's important um, but unfortunately the lay person has no idea why this is a good thing and I wouldn't I wouldn't take the time to really lay out why free is good you know like that you lose your freedom nobody nobody understands like well I have freedom I downloaded that software for free so I don't know what you're talking about um, the easiest way to get people to do it is to just use practical examples as to why open source just works better um, for me uh, an example that I've used in the past is, you know, it's very simple to anyone that has experience with Linux was just wowing uh, my coworkers by running a web server on my desktop uh, we were trying to get some project man- management uh, web software, I went online I typed open source web project management software, of course just like a billion of them I downloaded like the top five that I think I could find I installed them on my Apache, you know, my LAMP setup and put a little uh, MySQL database and I let everyone test them and say, which one do you like? And we had a vote. And everyone was just, like, amazed. Like, "Wow, this is crazy. I didn't know you could do that. I said, yeah, it's Linux. That's why it's so great. Um, you know, I love to tell people when, uh, when you're working at work and uh, you're trying to... Um, I don't know, I have some new idea I want to do, and I don't want to download Photoshop. You know, I'll just open something in GIMP, and they say, well, what's that? Is that Photoshop? And I'll say, no, 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 it's GIMP. You never heard of the GIMP? And uh, they're always amazed. Like, I didn't know that existed. So, you know, show them how you use Linux or other open source projects in your daily life. Um, another great just, like, draw, jaw-dropping thing to do is is I love showing my friends my XBMC setup on my home theater PC. I've got this little dinky Atom uh, PC that's got an Ion board on it and uh, people love eye candy You know, uh, they love to see all the cool things that you can do and the screenshots and the artwork and just showing like hey click and a movie opens it's just amazing to them uh, another cheesy eye candy thing to do is show them uh, compass effects or you know uh, Cube on your desktop people just think that's so cool um, so if the person is you know security minded. Uh explain to them that Linux is just more secure. Um, if they ask why if they ask why, you can give them any number of reasons. Um, I think we all know that open source is at least when it comes to security is most likely the best model. Um, also that because it's it's open source and it's free to download, all the updates are free. So you'll never be unupdated, you know, or on a fully non fully updated PC. Um use current events, you know. I mean the NSA is in the news right now. Uh explain to them that, you know, it's good luck to the NSA trying to, to do that on a Linux PC. They probably don't or can't. Um uh, you know, if you see some big news about a virus in the news, uh you can easily point out like, well I don't have to worry about that. And people will say, Huh, oh, why don't you have to worry about that? Or if they have an old XP PC. You know, and say, hey, you know that the, the support for XP is running out uh, in about seven months? Uh, did you know that? Um, you know, and then finally, once you get the person interested in, in, in it, maybe, you know, ask them what they seriously use their computer for. Um, you know, I have this feeling that, uh, phew, I say 75% here, but I would say it's probably more like 95% of computer users... That aren't in a technical environment or uh, creative uh, graphics environment, they don't need they don't use anything on their computers that doesn't already exist or have like a worthy replacement for in in Linux or an easy web application to use. Um, and if worse comes to worse, you can show them that they have the umbilical cord of wine or even a, a virtual machine. You know, you can install XP on a virtual machine. Um, like I said, I've been using Linux. Um, work in three different companies now for the past uh, four years and um, it is quite rare when I actually need to boot into an, a Windows environment um, in fact it almost never happens um, It's quite annoying actually to boot into a Windows now for me just because like, I always have these updates to install uh, you know finally uh, the best thing is t- you know maybe you need to appeal to their frugality. Uh, everybody loves to not pay money for things, right? And if you can able to get a modern desktop environment for free, literally free, uh, you know, don't have to shell out anything, um, people love that. You know, people are like, I can't believe it. Uh, what's the catch? So there is no catch. Get it for free. And, you know, like, once you have people's uh, interest peaked and interest, uh, Linux, excuse me, um, Probably the most important thing is is to put your money where your mouth is. You know, if you're taking the time to evangelize a product, give the person the reassurance that you would help them uh, in their time of need. Um, My wife uses Linux only because I made her. Um, And anytime she has a problem, she just gives it to me. And I fix it. And that might not be the best thing because it makes her dependent on me, but we're married, so I guess that's okay. Okay. Maybe something you can do for someone is uh, maybe make a certificate on your computer and say, uh, print it out, and it's like a guaranteed tech support certificate, you know? 20 sessions or something like that. And that gives the person the, the comfort of knowing, like, if I have a problem, I can call them, you know? Tell them to give Linux a one-day, and when after they like it, a one-week, and then a one-month trial. And I have a feeling, you know, after that one day, when they feel a little more comfortable in the desktop environment uh, finding things, opening folders, deleting files, etc. you know, and then one week when they get comfortable, uh, understanding which software to use, uh, depending on the use case, and after one month when they realize, they're like, hey, I haven't opened Windows in a while, like, I guess I don't really need it, of course, don't forget to help them install it, um, for most people, the BIOS is uh, a foreign word, you know, sounds like some alien term, um, uh, or even, you know, change your boot order. Uh, I have a feeling that most people don't even know what a boot order is. So show them what you're doing. Make sure they're looking over your shoulder and say, hey, look, you know, here it is. Um, give them a live CD. Show them how to boot into a live CD and, and, and say, hey, don't, you know, don't shut down your computer for a couple days and see if you like it. Um, train them, you know. Uh, all of us, I think, on HPR know that uh, desktop Linux is essentially the same as desktop Windows or Mac OS X. But for some people... Just changing where the menu bar is makes them feel uncomfortable. So like I said before, be patient and don't talk down to them. And I think if you do some of these things, uh, you'll notice that uh, some people will come over to your side. So uh, I guess that's all for now. Um, love to hear some more of like how you guys have gotten uh, people interested in Linux or other uh, software or technologies. Um, thanks. I uh, hope you enjoyed my first podcast and uh, plan to submit more. Have a great day. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike. She